0: The stage Sex and a Movie Player One tweed Player Two Daryl Player Three Drew Begin You have a scene uh what's what are those uh movies? It's by the same director as boyhood, but they're about sex in high school. Oh, uh I don't know. Fucking is it? Clueless? Clueless? No, dazed and confused. That's it. I don't know why I thought clueless. <laughs> dazed and confused. You ever seen Dazed and Confused? Uh No, I have not. You ever seen Everybody Wants Some? No, I have not. I've it, seen Clueless. It's not about sex in high school. I don't think is it. I kind of okay. It's not about it, but like it's kind of about it. It does it happen? Uh, not is on it screen. Uncensored? Okay, dang it. <laughs> I suppose that like okay, it's like question. The, the beginning of like the stepbrother fantasy. Can. What the fuck is that? Like Clueless? What the hell is even that? <laughs> the beginning of the stepbrother... Fa- I, to, okay, to be clear, I've never seen Clueless. Is it about we- near incest shit? It's, okay, so it's not about the stepbrother and step- sister getting together. Dude, one of my friends says happen. it's their, fam- their favorite film of all time, and I'm yeah. judging them hardcore right now. Yeah. yeah, it was like 20 years before its time, but... Twenty years before incest didn't really get popular until about twenty years later. What the fuck are you on about? Like then I know you don't watch porn anymore because that's your choice. Step siblings,
1: siblings, it's okay.
0: (laughs) I do not go on. Yeah, you don't watch it much anymore. But that is one of the most. prolific category. No, I know that. I just thought, like, I don't know. I, I'm not I wasn't that, taking like, a people are actively view. doing it. Yeah, I was just thinking, like, are people, like, mentioning it in high school movies more? Or, pray tell, doing it more now that Clueless has come out? I was like, hi, my name's John Araby. And, before... The 1980s, I didn't really think about fucking my sister, but ever since I watched Clueless on VHS, I've been able to take that relationship to the next level. And now, I'm in a federal penitentiary. Because that is what's happening. The FBI is really good at smelling like if you're incest, you will get caught. They're smelling <laughs> if you're incest yeah if you're incest CES. Uh, you wanted to get incest this is the worst podcast we've ever fucking uh, done <laughs> actually is no, it the, though the, the zoom call one was the one that we did yeah. the worst on uh the underwears they are a changing that's the one i'm the least fond of by like a country mile i mean quality wise
1: yeah. Well, th- we'll have to see
0: how the phone works on this one. That is true. Uh, it'll be funny if I have to cut out all parts with Luke. <laughs> yes. Just fuck you, it's a 30-minute episode. Yeah, there's an intermission in the middle. Hope you like it. <laughs> um, I don't remember what I was... I was going to ask you guys something, but then, like, the clueless incest incident really <laughs> skated it <laughs> fucking really- off. Yeah. Um, Oh, I remember what I was going to... No, I don't remember, but I remember what we were talking about beforehand. I was talking about, like, those weird films for the director of Boyhood where it was like, sex, but in high school? And they all star people in like that are 26 and stuff like that. It bothers me a shit that people do that for high school movies. I mean, that makes sense, only because they're probably not going to have 16-year-olds on screen talking about sex. Well, yeah, that... Oh, that's what I was going to ask. Is it illegal... I'm going to ask two questions here. Is it illegal to... Portray like a fully sex scene with humans that are above 18 years in age, but they're playing characters that are like uh, less than 18 years old. Is that illegal? I uh, don't know. I don't.
1: It, it's legal, but it's uh, it's in poor taste. Like you wouldn't you wouldn't really want to watch that. I I'll, be, I'll be I'll like honest. A... If it if the point wasn't pornographic, I would. I
0: think it would be kind of interesting. One of my one of the moments in movies that like made me go like, "Oh, holy shit!" The most was a really weird scene in I think it's called Moonrise Kingdom. Yeah, that's uh, was a, that's a movie, the Wes Anderson movie. Yeah, I forget if it's Moonrise Kingdom. It's the one with the uh, the camp scouts. Yeah, that's Moonrise Kingdom. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Thanks. Uh, have you seen it? It's one of the only Wes Anderson movies I've seen. Before. Okay. So you know what I'm about to talk about? Yeah. Yeah, so there's... Have you seen it? No. Okay, so it's a a really good Wes Anderson movie. First of all, just amazing movie overall. It's got, like, a very quirky, fun energy to it. You are a movie-goer. I think you'd enjoy the style. Okay. Once you've seen one Wes Anderson movie, you can sort of fill out the beats. So, like, each time you watch a Wes, Wes Anderson movie, the magic will dissipate a bit. So I'd recommend starting with either The Grand Budapest Hotel or Moonrise Kingdom.
1: Okay, please, continue. Uh,
0: Thanks. Uh, Hey, everybody. My name is Paul. Uh, Well, it's Tweed. You see that on the fuck anyway. Uh, So in Moonrise Kingdom, there's an interesting scene where I think he's like, what, 10, maybe nine. They're, yeah, young. Yeah. He's like nine and she's 11. There's a joke in there somewhere. Uh, (laughs) A tasteful one at that. Um, He's, he's, she's young. He's younger, basically. They're both relatively preteen, although she may be starting puberty or something like that. And uh, like the protagonist, who's the, who's the male, is deciding to run away from his group. And she takes an interest in him. And they develop romantically, like a very shallow but not relationship. Uh, I'd say if one of the themes of Moonrise Kingdom is like, don't underestimate the feelings that kids have. Because even though it's new to them, it doesn't mean it's any less valid. Right. That's something I took from the movie. Okay. And there's this one really interesting scene where they're like, We understand that we're on our own now, and we need to be mature, and we're adults now. And there's this really weird scene where they're, like, dancing on the beach, I think. And at one point, um, I think we brought this up on the podcast before, because Luke said uh, Wes Anderson and the uh, photographer were the only two on set that day to make sure they were as respectful to the actors as possible. Because the actors themselves are, like, 9 and 11 in this scene. And the girl character... Uh, while dancing with him, is like, uh, we, we're adults now, we need to be mature about this, uh, we can understand where our relationship is going. And she she does this in better terms than what I'm describing, but huh. she essentially takes his hands and puts them on her breasts. And she's like, they're basically like, what do we even do from here? Like, do we just figure shit out or something like that? they're like trying to be adults, basically. Yeah, yeah. And it's, again, it's one of the scenes in media that has impacted me the most, because it's... A sexual scene which is not sexy and it's not heartbreaking and quite frankly I can't remember a single scene in all of cinema history that was sexual and not sexy and not heartbreaking yeah like it wasn't violent yeah yeah they're always played for one of those two things and I remember going like this is really real and, like, I was almost taken back to, granted, it was a bit of a different situation, the time I lost my virginity at 14. And I remember feeling that same sort of, like, hesitance and cluelessness and stuff like that. And I remember, like, I I, I remember, A, a lot of people shout on Wes Anderson going, like, how could you do this to kids? <laughs> but at the same time, I remember going, I want to say, like, weirdly, like, thank you, Wes Anderson, for, like, hmm. acknowledging that, like, kids will try to explore sexuality, and it won't be sexy, and they'll just sort of be like, well and there's zero media portrayal of any of this there's zero people talking about it because they don't want to get in shit for portraying kids doing anything sexual it's super taboo for sure yeah yeah but like when you were that young do you remember like going to your parents or going to your health teacher or whatever and asking questions no you tried to figure it out yeah and i also remember i can't remember what sex ed classes was this may have been in high school i remember one kid uh in one of my sex ed classes admitted that he fooled around with another kid when he was seven because they were both curious and like both wanted to see what was happening and nothing happened obviously nothing like weird or anything like that but they did fool around and like he explicitly said like yeah i think a lot of kids do that and he was fucking suspended What he was suspended because he was implying that kids for talking about it Or like for doing yeah because he admitted that he did something sexual when he was a minor. He was Normalizing it by saying all uh, I think a lot of kids do it and stuff like that The school had like a laundry list that was clearly passed down from the superintendent going like yep He said the sex thing off to jail with you (laughs) that sort of thing I don't know if that was like to try to protect himself just in case somebody came after them probably yeah uh, you've been in thought and you've been try- like trying to open your mouth for a couple of times now go ahead and speak your piece
1: um, this it's an interesting uh, point uh, see I love how when I start talking you both immediately go on your phones. I've noticed this <laughs> You don't think I've been watching you guys? <laughs>
0: hey, Daryl, how's it going? I heard it vibrate! I have a yeah. problem! I think I heard his vibrate and I'm waiting on somebody telling me, uh, like, can you do this thing or can I, you not act I a... am the
1: old boomer in this situation. <laughs> <laughs> you damn kids! Put your get off your back. damn phones!
0: Fine! Whatever! Our phones are over the fuck there. Right. I'm very sorry. Uh, I I listen to people all the time when I'm on my phone. Fir- to be fair, I've checked my phone as uh- often <laughs> when, uh, talking to
1: Drew. Yeah, no, it's fine. I was just... And the only
0: reason I'm not doing it with Lucas because like, like I'm trying to listen in on his fucking vocoder voice. I am very sorry for disrespecting you. Continue.
1: That's alright. Um, so I think it's a it's interesting this uh, idea of of seeing kids in like a non sexual way or in this sort of like sexual thing in a non sexual way, because again, like while we were uh, while we were earlier on uh, a few podcasts ago we were talking about our school um, how, like our upbringing in schools you know it, uh, the joke was like oh you guys were coddled or whatever and I I came from the school of hard knocks where I busted kids heads into walls and stuff.
0: I remember that yeah But uh, and I threw apples and was like leave the country
1: <laughs> yeah but I think this did I ever
0: tell you guys a story about how I sneezed once and got detention for it? No. during the national anthem.
1: Wow. Anyway, go, go on with your thing. <laughs> you I'll, I'll say that after it. <laughs> yeah, I think um, I think more more than anything what's happened is that parents have become very worried about these things, you know, and it might be because of media betrayal. Uh, it might be because of, you know, I'm I'm saying there's else. a lack
0: of media betrayal. There's I West Anderson sing was the first instance outside of anything really skeevy that's meant to be sexualizing, so I guess that doesn't count. Uh, yeah, like where I've the- seen like kids, like actual kids, like going, do we want to do something sexual? Because I remember like when I was young, I accidentally stumbled upon this like really weird erotica site, and I didn't know what like sex was back then. This was like in grade three when I was like you could search boobs and they come up <laughs> so I was like g- googling that like all the goddamn Yeah, what school. a wild time that was I remember that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and uh, I found my way on this erotica site and the first thing I thought was like oh kids my age do it too and I guess it's okay to talk about it on the internet and like the more I read about it the more I was like well that's weird and then I was just sort of like it dawned on me slowly oh they're not supposed to talk about this <laughs> are they and then I closed the fucking site down mm-hmm. and then the fucking FBI probably closed the site down that's right Because it was sexualizing. That's my point. Like, the Wes Anderson thing was the only time where it was like, yeah, uh, kids did this. And it was weird and awkward, but they were trying to be adults, and they were trying to figure themselves out. And kids will do that. But it wasn't, like, portrayed like, oh, look at this boy touching this boob and, like, ooh. Yeah, he's getting a boner. And later on, he's going to fuck her with his 15-inch, 7-year-old kid
1: dick. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Right. And I think that's kind of... Uh, an anomaly in, uh, when you're talking about, uh, this pr- kind of portrayal in, me- in media.
0: Because most of it is either sexualizing or, or, or like, horrifying. Or traumatizing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, so, like... I hate that, how, like, sex is used so much to, like, show trauma in fucking movies and shit like that. It's like, mm-hmm. God, fucking, get better ideas. If you want to give somebody, like, a dark backstory. Yeah, and not to get too dark, but, like, as the three-time survivor of sexual assault myself. Like, i point to characters and go, it doesn't fucking do that. Like, even if it, like, does... Granted, it's not going to be a one-size-fits-all... Yeah, yeah, same-for-everybody scenario. But it's, like, really clear when it's, like, the author was, like, what if I included rape? And, like, and didn't research it at all and just went, and now they're sad a lot! (laughs) As opposed to, like, the specific things that happen when you get sexually assault. Anyway, I'm sorry, continue.
1: Yeah, um... I don't know. I don't. I, I. I don't know where I was going with that. But anyways,
0: most of the media portrayal is like traumatizing or oh, sexualizing. Right. So, yeah.
1: So that's kind of where parents are are sort of coming in with the the helicopter parents or mm. whatever you want to call them, right? You know, they they see all this portrayal in the media. They're hyper vigilant or whatever you want to say. They're it's a top of mind for them. Mm-hmm. So they want to make sure that you know it, they're pretty sure hypervigilant is like
0: a trauma response but I'm sorry I'm sorry I said that. <laughs> no that you don't have to be um, but I'm just uh, correcting for the record for our viewers at home they're like I'm gonna say hypervigilant to describe my dog yeah yeah it,
1: it is a term uh, that's good that's that's that a, that a good yeah that's a good observation good. Um, but uh, maybe they're they're extremely focused on this sort of thing and they their wrath goes down on uh, superintendents and on the teachers and stuff because uh, they don't, um, they, they haven't really taught anything new when it comes to this sort of thing, right? Yeah. Yes. Even in Ontario, highly debatable topic, but <laughs> in Ontario we had a, a change to the sex ed um, curriculum. Didn't it get revoked or is it actually implemented? That, that, that got revoked. Yeah,
0: yeah, I remember that. And it was like, it was going to mention gay people for the first time. Because the last uh, sex ed curriculum, which I think Ontario is still using, is from 1990.
1: Yes, so it doesn't involve sexting, it doesn't involve anything having to do with internet or, or sharing pics or whatever. Right? And you know what's the worst thing about that? Kids aren't fucking dumb. I remember I was like, oh
0: man, you could look up boobies on the internet. How, do you think looking up boobies on the internet is going to be included in the 1990 se- uh, sex ed curriculum? Yeah, and that's grade three, which is what, like eight, yeah. nine years old? And this isn't just the standard played out argument of kids are going to do it anyway. This, this argument is much more fucking nuanced than that, in my opinion. This is kids are going to think they invented it and they can establish the rules themselves. Mm. If kids think they discovered sexting, they get to go like, well, I guess I'm, I'm not saying like teach your six year old what 69ing is and how to do <laughs> it correctly. Because, like, yeah, but at the same time, like, if you don't teach kids, sexting is something that you probably statistically are going to do in the future. Well, wait, yeah, two out of three of us in this room have done sexting before. Well, oh wow, what a great sample size. No, actually, just because you're in a committed relation, have you ever sexted before? Is this too uh, uncomfortable a topic to ask? So. No, I think so. I mean, out. like, it depends on where you draw the line on what sexting is. I'm going to say no. Yeah, if you say no, then it was probably just, like, romantic or cutesy or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Or even just like, I am ready for a regular three month intercourse. I don't know what your relationship's like. (laughs) Yes, my (laughs) alarm went off. Yeah. (laughs) Get off. Anyway, uh, (laughs) so yeah, uh, kids are gonna think that they came up with the rules to this shit themselves. They're gonna accidentally sext uh, little Johnny in like seventh to eighth grade and like go, wait, my phone can send pictures. And they're going to go, like, I totally can, without like being told by classes, hey, These things can get around. And also, if you start sexting before you're 18, uh, anybody caught distributing your pictures, including you for sending them in the first place, can be federally prosecuted. Yeah. And what's neat is that my high school, uh, in 12th grade, there was a thing that I was not directly involved in. Uh, I did totally send nerds at this time in grade 12. But I remember I was friends with a grade 12 girl who was in the popular area, and she was scared because her ex... This was an asshole move of her ex. So her ex, ex of three years, right? She sent her first nudes to him when she was 15. Uh, they had a messy breakup. First thing the ex does, sends out the nudes that yeah. she sent when she was 15. Not the nudes she sent recently. He specifically chose those ones. Oh, he didn't even send all of them. No, he just, just sent the ones. the ones that when she was 15. because uh, He knew that would give her the most anxiety. Right. And like... not. I'm going to assume, I never saw her nudes, especially the ones that were leaked, but I'm going to assume that her like camera got better when she got better phones when she was like 18, her camera technique got better as time went on, so it was clear it wasn't like, these are the hottest, it was like, right. these are the most scandalous and can get her in the most trouble. Right. I'm and, assuming it had the opposite effect. I mean, obviously she was affected by it, but like... No, I mean, I my school, my high school is uh, decently progressive, but unfortunately, it was very clear that the girl was in more danger than the guy, even though the guy was the one to distribute the nudes, because she took them in the first place. It No, it's backwards logic, but I, get, I guarantee you, to this day, a lot of high schools do that, and Fair. a lot of it's just misogyny. They blame the women. And I remember, like, there was, like, a moment of, like, she was fucking scared that she was going to get expelled and, like, prosecuted. For something she did, like, three years ago, and then somebody else, like... yeah. Yeah. And he was getting yeah. like fist bumps and shit like that from his friends, like, oh dude Yeah, yeah, you could picture that, Daryl? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The the thing about that is I don't really care what the friends think. Like, if the friends want to give him fist bumps... I like care they should society shouldn't. They shouldn't, but like, if they're the ones that are cheering him on and everybody else is hating on him, nope. that's fine. I don't, but I because don't. everybody else wasn't hating on him. I think everyone was just like, this isn't my business either way. And the school, like, the school actually like, brought her in and was like, here's how we're gonna do this. And like, she was deathly afraid. But they basically said, we understand that this is the next best thing they probably had to like, a sex ed, uh, system. They basically went, look, This is a reality of high school. We can't say this on the record, but this is a reality of high school. If this breaks out and becomes a big enough news story, we are going to have to take drastic action, and you are going to have to be punished. We don't want that to happen. You don't want that to happen. So the best thing we can do is shut the fuck up about it until, like, it blows over. Uh, if it breaks a certain threshold and, like, parents are notified and shit like that, sorry, we're gonna have to get involved. Otherwise, like, the law is gonna come down on our asses. But until then, this is basically a don't ask, don't tell system. We're really sorry this happened to you. That's wild. Yeah. It makes sense, but it's incredibly unjust morally. Yeah, I mean, it it makes sense in the event that she would get in trouble if it got big. Yeah. And I mean, like, there's a certain amount of, even if you're not in trouble, you're still, like, exposed in a weird way. More people are gonna see the nudes in a weird way. Yeah, yeah, and like the law is laid down like she took nudes when she was 15 and like I hate the argument of like You knew what you were doing cuz like everybody does. that's the does whole it. point of it being when you're like the whole point of a minimum age is that you don't know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah That's actually a very good point. That's the, that's the reason that law. Whoa, that's like such a debunker. That's the reason it's there Yeah, cuz they're too immature to know what they're doing. Oh my god! You just like solved uh, misogyny. Yeah. Good. Good luck getting that anywhere in a high school environment. Yeah. Know. Or like. The, it, yeah. The next anywhere best thing I can do is like be a fu- become a su- fucking superintendent and like go up to the microphone one day and go. <clears throat> All right, everyone. Thanks for coming to this assembly. Uh, if you send nudes, uh, you're young. We understand you don't know what you're doing. Have at it. <laughs> Adjourned! (laughs) I feel like that's not going to go over well. Yeah, I don't think that's going to go over Uh, too well. So I can't do that. On your first day. I can't encourage minors to send nudes and fuck. And really, it's not my place to do it. I don't think you should encourage it, but that doesn't mean you should, like shame it. Like, you don't have to take one side or the other. I mean, I think there's a decent uh, okay, okay extent of shaming where it's like, hey, the like you said, the age Here's of caution. The, the age of consent exists for a reason, and also we're not just worried about you making a st- stupid decision, we're worried about you falling for someone who's going to make a stupid decision and, uh, like, try to ruin your life or even just, like, not know what they're doing and make you very uncomfortable and not get that no means no or something like that. Yeah. Like, I want to protect people from like... I don't know, if one person's 15 and the other person's 18, I'm not going to be like, the 15-year-old doesn't know what they're doing, uh, fucking, like, shame on you, 15-year-old, for going for an (laughs) 18-year-old. Even though it's, like, kind of weird, like, when I was in my grade 10 history class, there was a girl from my class, should not name her, she was in a relationship with a 23-year-old. That was weird. I mean, like, it, that's, that's pretty wild. Uh, grade 9s and grade 12s going out is pretty common. Yeah, so, as that was weird taboo, as it is that was taboo at my school oh it's always taboo but it is common uh I I mean I'll be the first to admit it uh I had a crush on a grade 9 when I was in grade 12 it didn't go anywhere but like uh I think it was also a mutual crush cause we were uncharacteristically scared shitless near each other and I remember <laughs> like we were in the same fucking like uh, extracurricular club that like showed off our writing and when we met like outside of the club to like uh, exchange stories and stuff like that we would be in like a hallway and we'd sit on other ends of the hallway because we were like I Just can't Just make sit. sure nothing happens. Yeah it's like the weird like I can't let them think I'm gay version <laughs> of like I can't let them think I have a crush on them where it's like I gotta sit as far away from them as possible like I'll yell across the hallway hey that was a good story you know <laughs> like that sort of thing. Comparing <laughs> notes in a hot tub. Yeah. And that's like another reason why I want this is going to sound terrible out of context. I want non-sexy sexuality of people under 18 to be more commonplace in media portrayal. Specifically, I think, honestly, if there is more media portrayal of that, it'll also undermine the sexy stuff because it'll be like this is fiction and also like really weird 16 candles. Uh, Moonrise Kingdom is what actually happens when people under 18 attempt to fuck without a user's manual. Not like some slasher flick where they're like, you know, going at it in the back of a cabin and then... Yeah, yeah. Oh, Johnny, you broke my hymen for the 17th time today. Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) But does it have to be kids? Can you just have non-sexual kind of I feel like you would start there, yeah. Anyway.
0: I feel like that more, p- kind of more t- portrayal is, understandably, more common and stuff like that. Like, I've seen films like Short Bus and stuff like that, and uh, to a slight extent, Nymphomaniac, even though that movie, it, both parts of it were shit, in my opinion. I don't like Lars von Trier. The only movie I've liked by him is Antichrist. God, oh, I, I wish Luke was here. <laughs> yeah. Not uh, talking to a movie buffing me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, anyway, um... I feel like that's like more commonplace where it's like sex can be awkward and stuff like that. I feel like soap operas kind of ham it up where like the awkwardness is what makes it traumatizing somehow, you know what I mean? Like, I tried to have the bang bang with him, but he couldn't get it up, like that sort of thing. But even then the awkwardness always happens after. Like, it's implied awkwardness during, but, like, seeing, I don't know, seeing the awkwardness, I guess, is different. Uh, Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump's another good example. They're adults. It's still got its own, like, taboo nature, because he's, like, uh, what Daryl would refer to as uh, (laughs) a little slow. (laughs) Yeah,
1: that's right.
0: A little slow. Uh, So, like, yeah. I, um... I think that, like, that has, like, its own nuance, sort of... It's less about exploring it, though. I will say this. I'm so sick and tired of so many mainstream movies glorifying cheating. It pisses me off. Like, since the 50s, it's always like, What would my husband think? Oh, but I need it. (laughs) And then she, like, hops on his dick and rides it, like, at the speed of sound. In that scene, she, like, levitates. Like (laughs) It's like a weird drill attachment.
1: <laughs> She's a hummingbird. She's going so fast that you can't even see her going <laughs> yeah, up and down. Yeah, yeah. You it. just hear her going
0: like, "My husband." <laughs> <laughs> here's the wires they have in like Peter Pan and stuff for the flying effects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, yeah. I've kind of given up on on rebelling cheating? against. it <laughs> are uh, good. Good. That's that's a good.
1: I'm I'm rebelling on rebelling against I'm Is... a one pony man. <laughs>
0: I only fuck one, pony. My name's Drew Hobden. (laughs) One horse town. Um, uh, In one horse town, of course you're only going to fuck one horse. Anyway, go on.
1: Everybody gets a ride.
0: Everybody has in one... Per- it's a one-horse town. One horse, one Oh, I room. guess we don't establish that if there's one human. I was picturing one human, one horse. Like, no. every single person gets to... It's like... It's still true. It's like if I address you two and go like, I'm gonna say this to each and every one of you. <laughs> All two of you. Anyway, go on. Uh, I lost my fucking train. Oh, I've given up on... Cheating. ...rebelling against <laughs> cheating in media portrayal because it's so prolific. Like, I know I get why you're tired of it, but it's kind of like... They're going to do what they're going to do. And you know why I'm tired of it? Because, like, in my opinion, this is the one where there should be a binary. There should be a binary into the nuance of it, like Bridges of Madison County, or it should direct... What? I don't know that.
1: Yeah, why are you referencing all these movies, man?
0: We uh, don't watch movies. He's got a list of movies that he's watching. Like, he's... Yeah. I've watched a lot of movies in the past, like, two years. Um, honestly... Okay, i apparently has a good memory for them, too. Cause... Putting a pin in there. Um... Yeah, it's either gotta be nuanced like Bridges of Madison County where, like, the whole plot is basically... It's really interesting. Meryl Streep, Clint Eastwood, I think. Um, And basically, Meryl Streep is, like, a housewife who's, like, fully dedicated. And she meets Clint Eastwood while he's, like, on... He's a photographer on a mission just to uh, capture photos of the Bridges of Madison County. And her husband is away on one of his, like, 12-week-long journeys or whatever the fuck for work. And uh, she doesn't... She isn't going into it with a mindset of, I'm going to cheat, but they reach such a, like, fast and powerful connection that she's like, What the fuck? I'm a good person, and I never get the feeling to cheat. And he's like, yeah, I feel this too. I don't know what to do, but, like, I have such strong feelings for you. And it actually is pretty nuanced with, like, the level of, like, what is morality of cheating? What is cheating in the first place? Like, that sort of thing. Um, and it's a really interesting movie. It's, like, basically the best chick flick ever. <laughs> because it doesn't feel like a chick flick. Fair. Um, because, like, chick flicks are, like, in my opinion, some of the worst for, like, I cheated, but it's okay, because he was he was a he was a dick, to my opinion. <laughs> or, like, I, he, I cheated, but it's okay, because I got, like, a weird comeuppance related to my job somehow unrelated to this. What's the movie that Julia showed me? I don't remember, Love Actually. Thought, like... Was... <laughs> There's so many... There's only two chick flicks. <laughs> Love Actually... And bridge to Terabithia. <laughs> that well-known chick flick. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just a, it's a trope to have, like, the current husband be an asshole. Yeah. And then the other ex from the past or whatever be a, a good guy. Yeah. Usually it's weird because, like, current partners aren't seen as, like, a stepping stone. Like, I was with this asshole, but at the end of the movie, I'm with Owen Wilson. Right, yeah. It's like, yeah, wow, what an upgrade. <laughs> wow.
1: <laughs> wow. Wow.
0: Yeah. Uh, oh, That one is a good one that I did. That was pretty good, yeah. Thank you. Um, anyway, so yeah, it's either like Bridges of Madison County, uh, where it's like nuanced and shit like that, or it's like one of those chick flicks where like, it's specifically to show like either this person's an asshole for cheating and they're like the side character, mm-hmm. or even just like, as I said, I got a comeuppance related to something at my job, and I think it's because I cheated on my boyfriend. <laughs> like, it's either like really poignant or really stupid and there's never like a middle ground of like let's examine this or let's just I cheated on you let's break up you I don't trust you anymore and like that's a fact of life it never feels like a fact of life it's either hammed up way too much again uh, Bridges of Madison County great movie it's very that's very much an outlier I wonder if that's if that's because cheating is something that almost everybody can relate to either because they've been cheated on or because they have a fear of being cheated on or they've cheated on somebody else so it's a it's a good topic to talk about because everybody can relate to it, but they don't want to push anybody on it because everybody's very sensitive about it. So they sort of not make it uh um nuanced like you want it to be, because yeah. they don't people don't wanna confront it. All I know is that cheating isn't portrayed realistically, and I'm less bothered by that when it's like hyper reality, if you will, where it's like taking what's real and extending it to ridiculous proportions where they, like, make such a ridiculous scenario like in, uh, Bridges of Madison County, but they don't play it for laughs. It's ridiculous in that, like, the scope of it's so monumental. Right, like, it happens so fast and, yeah. And the theme of the movie is basically, uh, this is, like, the type of person you only meet once in your life. And if you got in a relationship with this person, you'd hate it after, like, a Mm -hmm. couple of months but like there are two types of it that's that's essentially the theme of the movie there's two types of love the love that burns out slowly and the love that lasts like a day where it's it feels more intense than anything you've ever felt in your life and i think that's very human and i think that's super super neat and again that's why it talks about like what is cheating what is love and i find that really cool baby don't hurt me nice no more. more um anyway uh i'm gonna veer off of that and just say for the record i think it's oh your cat's clawing at your things yeah, there's a bunch of holes in there. Yeah, I know. Speaking of a bunch of holes. No, uh, so, nah, never mind. I'm not going to talk about sex again. Uh, I think it's actually <laughs> good in COVID to, like, watch a bunch of new movies or new TV shows or new albums to make up for the lack of, like... I, I miss meeting new people. That's, like, one of the things that keeps me going as a person. And, like, along with a lot of people, I'd, I'd like to say, in COVID, I'm, like... Going stir-crazy at this point. Like, I want to meet new people. I want to have extended conversations with the uh, the people that I know. I want to be able to have sex. I will be <laughs> fucking honest. Because, like, it's not that abstinence itself is what's, like, making me go, like, touch-starved and stuff like that. It's being robbed of the option. Mm. You know yep. what I mean? Mm. You don't get to even think about it, having sex in the first place. It would be, place. like, wrong if you tried to. Because yeah. you're, like, exposing yourself. Yeah. Um, exposing. Uh, yeah, it yeah. is. Is this what incels go
1: through? Are we Probably. incels now, Daryl? Technically. Uh, no, I'm not uh, an involuntarily celibate person.
0: You haven't had sex in the last two weeks?
1: No, <laughs> is but... that the Is that the cutoff? I don't.
0: What's the cutoff, then? Two what weeks is, the is a very short time. What's the definition of an incel? Is it a year? Why a year? I don't know. Yeah! I had it incel. at the beginning of... Two, two uh, weeks just feels wrong.
1: I don't know about... I had it at the beginning of January, which, you know, in today's day is not that long ago. It wasn't that long ago. That was
0: when, like, a lockdown was still in your region. Like, a heavy lockdown, you piece Uh, of shit.
1: No, no. They... Yes, actually. It was (laughs) since Christmas. It was the stay-at-home orders that started in, uh... Whatever. It started on the 26th. Second week of January. No,
0: it didn't. It started on the 26th. Is that true? In your region, yes. Uh...
1: Did it?
0: Is redacted in the GTA?
1: Yeah, but, but that's the, um... That's the lockdown. That's the the lockdown, oh. That's the, uh, the lockdown for uh, for like stores and stuff, like the, the gray zone. Or the whatever.
0: stay-at-home order began at, on the 26th. No,
1: stay-at-home order start, started you after You are trying Christmas. to weasel
0: your way out of this? It started after Christmas, and yes. I haven't done it since. Yeah, 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 it was Christmas Day that I had <laughs> sex. <laughs> it wasn't the beginning of January. Uh, last time I did it was, uh, I think, around like late November. Hmm. So, like, not too dissimilar to yours, but like, long enough that it's like, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, meeting new people, forget about, sex, whatever. Human beings can live without sex for a bit. I think uh, surviving for this long without meeting new people is kind of unhealthy, truth be told.
1: Yeah. Like, even just
0: at the store or something like that. Yeah, I I started
1: two new jobs since like covid so yeah
0: in a weird way i messaged luke and was like i'm kind of jealous that you have a job uh like an employment under someone else and not yeah, freelance you have like, to you know. see people yeah and he was like that's kind of fucked up to say dude and i was like yeah that's true <laughs> but hear me out and he was like okay fine
1: i get that yeah it uh yeah it is it is harder to to have that connection with people yeah even if it's people you know you know it's people that you don't know you know even meeting new people online is still a um uh, removed experience than it used to be it doesn't but. help
0: that the last sex I had was a mediocre experience
1: oh <laughs> uh, that's not true for me
0: kudos anybody I know no no can I, <laughs> I your don't. third threesome Heyo. Heyo. don't worry I don't have to touch your balls with my balls therefore it isn't a homosexual act
1: Is that the... you can
0: kiss but don't touch balls. have you ever heard about that balls can't touch otherwise
1: that's gay I, I, that's I such a like schoolyard thing. I don't care if my balls touch other balls. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I might it's not care about the basketballs. The <laughs> yes. Pe- <laughs> uh, I was gonna say peach balls. Why? Why did I think that?
0: Oh, that's like from the ice cream shop. Yeah,
1: peach balls.
0: Yeah. They like they have like peach guts in the thing, and then they just like take a scoop thing and then like pfft, it into a ball and put it in your ice cream cone.
1: Like awesome. dots. Yeah, where where do you go for ice cream? That's
0: that's so cool. No anymore, closed down due to, to COVID. Oh. It was like marble slab or something like that. It's a chain, but that's not the same. It's a peach ball. What do you mean it's not the same? The same as what? You've never had one before.
1: I don't know. I want it. I want the real thing. I don't want like preserves. I want somebody who, who had like, you know, hot peaches. They're like, ah, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to serve them I some don't hot peaches today. I don't anybody going, ah, near my food. Why are <laughs> the peaches hot? the
0: like, it's fresh cold, ice, cold
1: ice cream, hot peaches. Are you are we not on the I'm, same page? I'm here? with Daryl on this one. Yeah.
0: But like, how are you heating it up? Because like, I'm worried about the, consi- have you ever had peaches when they're like warmed up? The consistency gets weird. Have you ever had like, have you ever put peaches in a like frying pan with some cinnamon? It's very good. Yeah, Yeah. but the consistency gets weird. A ball of that in ice cream? I don't know. I'm not convinced. Have you ever had peach pie? Also, that's fried, so it would be different. Yeah. Peach cobbler? I fucking love peach pie. It's like my favorite pie.
1: Yeah, because you know, the the peaches change. (laughs) The peaches change (laughs) consistency.
0: He's doing like a boob grab motion with his free hand. No. The other hand's jerking his ween. It's balls. It's peach balls. Peach balls.